Okay, this is the Western Heights in-flight update, and this is our first official podcast for Western Heights Public Schools. I'm Braden Savage, and I'm the Assistant Superintendent for the district. And um, just a little bit about this podcast, it's an effort to connect parents, students, and staff together and share the great things going on in the district. Um, Sometimes I get to see all the fantastic things that are going on around our district, but I know that everyone doesn't have that opportunity on a weekly basis to be able to step inside. And I just sat down with um, you guys recently and um, uh, had a great conversation and wanted to share this with the district. So today, um, the people that I have in the group with me are the Bridgestone Intermediate Center leadership team. I have Chris Culver, who's the instructional coach, Jeanette Komenchek. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it. It's Miss K. It's what the kids refer to her as. And she is the counselor here at Bridgestone. I have Cheryl Garrison, who's the principal, and Larry Hickman, who's the assistant principal. And um, so welcome. Um, we are, um, as I said, I got the opportunity to sit down with you right after break. And um, it was so exciting to be here. It was like a, a shot of positivity to sit down here with you guys and hear the great things that are happening. And I'm just going to, we're just going to go around and I'm going to ask you guys some questions so that people can know a little bit more about the things happening here. Just to start off, um, can you give us an idea about your site demographics? Yes. um, This is Miss Garrison and um, I want to first say how excited we are to be able to share about what's going on here at Bridgestone. Um, We um, want people to come visit. We want them to know all the things that are going on here. We have a great staff and and feel like um, uh, we are very fortunate in that area and great students. But our demographics are we have 87% of our kids are economically disadvantaged. Um, We have 533 to start with. We started out with, um, at this point, we, we went up to 552, but we are right now at 533. So... 87% 87% of that, of those students, are economically disadvantaged, as well as uh, 20% of them are on an IEP or 504. Uh, 26% of them are ELL, English language learners. Um, our ethnicities are 43% Hispanic, 25% white, and 20% African American, and then the rest are um, of other ethnicities, but those are our three major um, ethnic groups here at but, Bridgestone. And you have to, we also want to take into consideration they're coming from a, a, a large area, mm-hmm. large stand, north mm-hmm. side, south side. All This is the first time that they come into one site together. So these demographics would um, be reflected also at the middle school and the ninth grade center and the high mm-hmm. school. Um, but this is the first time they come together. Mm-hmm. Can you um, start by telling us where you guys were at the beginning of the year. <laughs> well, uh, of the 22 homeroom teachers that we have this year, 17 of them are brand new. 12 of those 17 are That's emergency crazy. cert. I mean, yeah. that is an amazing yeah. amount of yeah. <laughs> so, new, new teachers to <laughs> new the teachers, building. New math curriculum. Had to train the new teachers on our SFA program. We had a Another an extra hundred uh, hundred students this year more than we had last year. We had a lot of different uh, obstacles to overcome, <laughs> but uh, 
you know, our mantra has been support, 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 circle those wagons. And as a leadership team and as our teachers that are still here, which we have, you know, when I say 22 homeroom, we had numerous other teachers that are not homeroom teachers that that stayed here at Bridgestone. And so we, we uh, are really excited about the leadership that they have provided for our teachers. And so we've, we've had a lot going on teaching our teachers the art of teaching as well as the new programs. Um, and so we feel like um, we have uh, really uh, supported them and really worked hard um, as a faculty and as a leadership team and really everyone within the school to uh, be where we are right now. Now, um, our students, uh, as Chris will tell you, came in with some data that, um, as as fifth graders, that were pretty low. And so I'm going to let him talk about that, and then some of the things that, uh, you know, compared to where we are right now. So for uh, for reading, um, we started with our fifth graders at 39 percent at or above grade level, and currently we have 58 wow. uh, percent. I'm so sorry, 64 percent. Um, at or above grade level. So fifth grade went from 39 to 64. And sixth grade started at 44% at or above grade level, and now sixth grade is 58%. So we've really made a lot of gains. Those with, are huge gains. Um, with our reading program. And as a site, 61% of our students are at or above grade level. So we went from 41.5 to 61 within two quarters. So we're really closing the achievement gap for our students. And, and with, with 17 new teachers uh -huh. yes. in the building. And, and many of those. Yes. <laughs> so 12 teachers who were not, um, did not go through a teaching mm -hmm. program. So Correct. this is, you guys are doing incredible stuff here. Thank you. Thank you. And then for math, um, we implemented Eureka Math this year. So it's new curriculum for our teachers to use. And we started our fifth grade at 38% at or above grade level, and now 42% of our fifth graders are there. And sixth grade is 44% starting and 46 now. So as a site, we went from 40% at or above grade level to 44%, and that's on the STAR math assessment, um, which is comprehensive. So we hope to see larger gains as we continue through third quarter and into the start of fourth. So. And can you explain a little bit about how that comprehensive um, test makes a difference as far as, I'm, I'm, you're saying there was 4% sure. growth, but... You actually, we hope that it's actually higher than that. So in the first two quarters, we only teach two, uh, we only taught number and operation standards and the star assessment test on all standards that students will eventually test in on the OSTP. Um, so since they had not been taught those standards, had seen those mm -hmm. standards yet, so some of the material they were not familiar with when they took the assessment. So um, we did see growth, but we hope since they're going to be familiar with all the standards by the next quarter, we'll see larger growth than just 4%. But if you look at our exit ticket and assessments that are Eureka, we have made significant gains. Um, from number and operations, for example, the kids came in at 7% master number of operations, and now our fifth grade's at 60%. Eighth grade was, in, or sorry, sixth grade was at uh, 9% when they came into us this year, and they're at 82%. So the Eureka math... Ow. The Eureka math data speaks different volumes of this because of the growth we made with the curriculum. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay, so you kind of showed us where you've come um, in this short period of time since the beginning of the year. Your team has built, this team right here has built a great culture. And I know it takes the others in the building, but you guys have done some, something fantastic here to be able to work with 12 people that have no idea what teaching looks like really other than being a student in the class um, and 17 new people to the building. And we're making these incredible gains. And that can be attributed to a great culture that you've built. How have you done that? What's your secret? 
leadership. <laughs> well, let me say that I have uh, three of the best uh, people on my leadership team, professionals that I could have with Jeanette uh, Komencheck, with Chris Culver, and with Larry Hickman. Um, I think we each bring our strengths to the table, and we sit down and we honestly talk and stay focused on the prize, which is uh, producing, uh, helping our kids increase their academics um, so that when we send them on to middle school, they're prepared. You know, we only get two years with them. And so I think certainly... Sometimes you think, thank goodness. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's like, woohoo, but no, 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 no. So so it, certainly the, the three here sitting at this table with me are a huge part of that culture building. But I will say that um, I felt like the teachers that we hired uh, came in with a true passion mm -hmm. and desire to really want to make a difference in the lives of our kids. Um, you know... Um, and that is huge in the fact that, you know, never have we, even with a new curriculum, been uh, teachers ever told us, no, I'm not going to do that. They, they, have, they have done everything we've asked them to do and more. Our, our um, uh, teachers that are veterans have stepped in and, and um, held meetings and, uh, you know, collaboration uh, time so on their own. That. I know you've you've told me before yeah. about those meetings. Explain what yeah. what kind of meetings your teachers. Yeah, I'm gonna let Jeanette them. talk about those. So we had um, our librarian Edie Gatlin came up and said, "Hey, let's meet with the new teachers, kind of give them some input and give them some classroom management strategies." Um, I met with them to talk about with uh, parent teacher conferences, give them ideas on what to talk about with our parents because they didn't know. And so we just came in and have brought, provided, provided some snacks for them. Came in, they just asked questions yeah. of what they needed to know. We just provided formal. those. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. fun. Um, and it also built those relationships with the teachers. Mm -hmm. Right. Too. And I so think sometimes helps. it it's so nice to be able to go in where you have this whole group of other people who knows exactly mm -hmm. how you feel and they're, they feel like they're drowning too. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking as a new teacher that um, – uh, I don't understand how these people have time to stand mm -hmm. around and talk mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. yeah. there's so much to be done. How do they have time to even say yeah. hi to each other? Yeah, so. but I, I think it goes back to that support, support, support that we've offered. And, and of course, the support that the district has have given us with the implementation of our new um, uh, curriculum. Mm -hmm. Well, I think another thing is it's often to focus on negative things that happen within like mm -hmm. schools or in education as a whole. But like we have a great, we do a great job of being positive for our teachers, supporting our teachers, and always finding like the positive aspect of whatever's happening and looking at the bright side. Right. And so I think that really helps support and foster a positive culture as well within the building. So mm -hmm, our teachers know they can lean on us, and we're going to find the we're going to find the rainbows and butterflies of all the things <laughs> and be super positive about it rather than get sucked into the negative, right? Yeah. whatever it may be. And commiserate so, right. together yeah. instead, yes. find the positive in it. Okay, well, uh, we're going to um, end for today and um, because we do want these podcasts to be a short bit that you can listen to when you're on your drive to work or perhaps exercising or something else. And um, we're going to have a part two with Bridgestone Leadership Team, and we hope you will join us. Thank you.